Hello and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who they are. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. Women are healing from outdated paradigms and we are rising. And we're not doing it by fighting or further depleting ourselves anymore. We are doing it by remembering who we are and standing in that unified truth. Here, we remember together through stories, tools, and curiosity. And in doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. Visit sarahpoet.com today for tools for your feminine, masculine awakening journey and to schedule mentorships and couples coaching with me directly. Now, let's begin. Hello, beloveds, and welcome to another episode of the Sacred Remembering Podcast. I'm Sarah Poet, and it is so good to be here with you today as I plan and center for this episode. It's you and me today. There's a transmission coming through, and I want to breathe with you. I want want to invite you to breathe uh, with me and with yourself and um, prepare for this episode, this um, information that's coming in. And so to prepare the system, I invite you to breathe into your heart and take some conscious breaths into this heart space. Focusing on the exhale, taking it the whole way, gently, gently to the end, expressing it like squeezing water from a sponge and allowing the next breath of life to come in and also meeting you in the heart space, welcoming the diamond light into your heart. You may not know what that means yet, but you will by the end of this episode. So welcoming in the frequency of the heart of this planet, this consciousness of the diamond light. This I would say fifth dimensional frequency. I'm not totally sure that I'm correct about that, but it feels to be that way. Bringing it forward into your heart, you may see a light blue color, sort of crystalline, opalescent blue. Bringing it, welcoming it into your heart. And here we are. Here we're arriving before every episode of the podcast. When I'm interviewing a guest, we always breathe into our own hearts and then we breathe and connect uh, with one another's heart, building a bridge. And then we connect to the collective, like every heart of everyone listening at any point in the future. And so here and now we'll take a breath into our heart and connect with all of the community, the hundreds of people that will also be listening to this information. And here we are, a collective, a tribe, if you will, and we're connecting in this realm of the heart and amplifying possibility. And so that is the intention, the prayer, if you will, that everyone listening to this episode be amplified in their, um, let's say their expression, their soul's expression, and all ease be amplified in everyone's life right now. 
clearing opposition energy, which we're going to talk about today, and amplifying ease. Ooh, that feels good. Okay, everyone, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me and for tuning in. Um, you know, the universe is so funny. Sometimes we think we have a plan. And so I felt this podcast episode coming today, actually, just today. And then I went into a client session and the topic came up and I was like, oh, okay, well, there's more information and confirmation that I need to talk about this. And then it was so funny because I had a podcast interview on my calendar, but there must have been a miscommunication and that person uh, didn't show up. And so here I have this time block and I know exactly what I'm supposed to share with you um, because the universe has been setting me up with it all day. So what I want to talk about today is uh, moving from oppositional energy, which is a waste of our energy and our life force and into um, an energetic and a frequency and a consciousness that actually will begin to amplify our life force. So so we are moving out of a depleted paradigm and into a replenishing paradigm. Um, another way to say that we're moving out of a patriarchal paradigm into a unified paradigm. And so what I want to talk about today is some concept as well as some application um, as to you know how you may not realize that an energy that you're perpetuating is actually depleting your life force. And it's a very, very common and it's really in the field right now, especially for women, conscious women who are really pissed about the Roe versus Wade thing. And, um, you know, there's just a lot of fighter energy in the field right now. And so I, I'm saying all of this lovingly because, you know, yeah, what the fuck taking back Roe versus Wade after 50 years, right? Like, okay. And I'm not going to go there um, so much because, I don't want to focus there. I want to focus on you and your energy and your life force and how I believe that we can actually do more to sort of um, like change the game, so to speak, or to elevate the consciousness. Um, because obviously taking back Roe versus Wade after nearly 50 years is the old paradigm really trying to hang on. I mean, we can see that, right? It's like, we make so much progress. There's so much light. There's so much consciousness on the planet. And then, I mean, it's a fucking power grab. It's so, it, it's so obvious that the old paradigm is going down and this is a power grab. And so my question to you, one of my questions to you would be, you know, do you want to go into that consciousness of um, old paradigm? Do you want to follow them there and start to oppose it and start to fight that, start to say, you know, why and, you know, focus your energy on that and feel really victimized by that? Or do you want to continue to create the world that we're living into? where those kinds of considerations around whether, you know, genders or skin colors and things like that, like have rights is not even in question because we are standing in literally a different frequency, a different dimensionality and a different consciousness. I want to move from a depletion and opposition energetic into a replenishing energetic regenerative, regenerative life force. So what does that mean? That, I mean, that sounds like freedom. 
that sounds like freedom to me. It feels like freedom. It's so interesting because for the last couple of weeks, the word freedom has been everywhere. I don't even think it's because of the 4th of July. I, I mean, it's like my soul is pinging, like pay attention. You are talking about freedom. You are wanting freedom. You are, you know, on your way to freedom, that kind of thing. And so, um, yeah, potentially this is a call to freedom, you know, feel that out, feel that out in you. So I just want to ask you to take a moment here and breathe maybe back into that heart space, breathing into the body, into the belly, and ask yourself what you're fighting right now. It's a big question. What are you fighting right now? Where are you fighting for your energy right now? Where are you fighting for your rights? Where are you fighting to be heard? Where are you fighting? And then bringing love to that space, maybe putting a hand on the body and just recognizing, wow, fighting is requiring a lot of my energy. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to say that you're wrong. And I'm not here to say that it's pointless. I'm, I'm not even, I'm, I'm not judging you for fighting. I do want to speak to the energetics of opposition for, for a few moments. And I do want to say that this podcast episode, <laughs> it's pretty, it's, you know, higher level information here. So welcome this in as um, an activation of your own consciousness right? Or, you know, affirmation, if you've been thinking these things or uh, just like breathing it in and, and saying, oh yeah, okay. I want to be moving in this direction, this direction as a collective. Okay. All right. So let's talk about opposition. I'm going to talk about opposition. Then I'm going to talk about, you know, the, the replenishment, moving into replenishment, regenerative life force. And I've been, I've been really <laughs> picking this apart for a while, a few years now. And um, it's, it's almost as if my soul has just been, I mean, you've heard me say it on this podcast, like no more depletion, no more depletion. And so it's like, well, where am I depleting myself? If I'm, I'm so pissed at the world for depleting women, I'm so pissed at the world for depleting the environment. Where am I doing it to myself? These are really important questions. And so where we give our energy and where we put our energy and put our focus and why we use our resources of the feminine, why we use our life force energy toward any you know end goal, toward anything, it's super important to look at. So if you are using your life force energy in the energy of opposition, meaning if you are fighting anything you are ultimately depleting yourself. And I know that this is hard to hear because, you know, we say, well, but it's not okay. It's not okay for them to take our rights. It's not okay. We have to stand up to it. I hear that argument and I want to talk about you and your energy and your life force and what feels good. So does it feel good to be in a fighting, you know, energetic and oppositional energetic? Probably ultimately not. Okay, because probably it feels ultimately depleting, but I'm not going to tell you how you feel. You decide. So, all right, I can't, I can't please everyone here. So I'm going to stop trying. So 
Okay. Anytime we are looking outside of ourselves and orienting towards something outside of ourselves and then reacting to it, it is potentially and very likely depleting our own life force energy. Anytime we are in an opposition and using our life force toward opposition, we are engaging in the very energetic that we are saying we do not like. Okay, so this is this is a tactic to keep you distracted in this lower consciousness matrixy program or whatever you want to call it. This is um, a tactic to take your life force energy, to be quite honest with you. It is keeping you distracted from who you can be, from what you can create if you are in your full alignment to the truth of who you are. This is what we're waking up to, the full truth of who we are connected to source, but that's later in the program here. So, all right. So let me um, share with you this, uh, a couple of bits of wisdom that have recently come up from uh, clients. So recently we were doing Heartland, which is um, an eight-week offering that's actually about this very thing, going from depletion into regenerative energetics. And we're traversing this eight-week offering, this eight-week journey into the Heartland. I love you all. I miss you already. We ended it last week and I'm like, no, I want to live in the Heartland with you all forever, but I digress. So um so we're in the heartland and two people said this. I don't even know if they re- like knew that they were completely mirroring what the other person said, but like two ahas came up and, and they said nearly the exact same thing. And they said, oh, patriarchy gets you twice. They get you first with the offense, like with the, um, you know, with, with the thing that they take. Then. They get you the second time when you're thinking about that fucking thing forever or when when you're traumatized and you're giving your energy toward that depletion forever. They get you twice. Do you see that? It's like it's an ultimate distraction game and we need to break free, free of that. It's like an entrapment. It's a mind control entrapment. Oh, let's take something. And then, you know, it's like, just imagine a child and you like, I don't know, take a ball or something. And all they can focus on is like, give me that ball back. Give it back to me. And a bully could like stand there and hold the ball and be like, no, you can't have it back. You can't have it back. You can't have your abortion rights back. And then, and then it's like fighting, fighting, fighting to get the ball back. Well, what are the other options? What are the other options? Go play something else. Go, you know, <laughs> like make some, make, make a better ball. Um, <laughs> like invite all of your friends to play ball so that bully doesn't have any power. You know, <laughs> it's like these are, these are different options. But when they, like when the bully takes the ball from the kid on the playground, the only thing that you see at first is you took my ball, give it back. It's entrapment. You're inside of the program, so to speak. Like the bully is getting its way when you're like, give it back, give it back, give it back. Do you see? And so women, we have to, we have to get out of that. We have to get out of that and stop giving our life force energy 
to, you know, essentially the bully. Because you you cannot use your energy to create other things. This is how they're distracting you. You cannot use your energy to create other things that are the solutions that we need, which we're all meant to be creating right now. We cannot create them if we are focusing on, you just took my ball. Fuck that. There, I said it. Okay. So, so then I'm going into this client call today and I, you know, we, we breathe together and I'm like, okay, what are the intentions? What's coming up? What do you want to work on? And, um, and she starts talking about recognizing her own victim consciousness, which is what I was just describing. Like if you're standing there saying he took this from me, they took this from me. Um, you know, you're keeping yourself entrapped in a victim consciousness. Somebody's got to be the victim. Somebody's got to be the victimizer. And as long as we are in that, we ourselves are perpetuating the consciousness. It's called a bi-wave consciousness. And I'm going to talk about that more in just a moment. So, So what this client said today was, I want to free myself from this. And I'm hearing this from more and more clients lately, more and more women um, just that I'm encountering. Oh, I recognize that my anger at men is keeping me trapped. Very powerful. It's very powerful. Um, and, And she said that. She said, I'm making him bad and I'm trying to make me right and I'm losing my life force energy. And it's, it's not me standing in my truth. I'm standing in a defensiveness. I'm standing in an opposition. And then what she called that, she said, opposition is siphoning. Fuck yes. These are secrets. They don't want us to figure out, okay? Opposition is siphoning because you are in the entrapment of only two options. Do I have my rights? Do I have my, not have my rights? Do I have my body? Do I not have my body? Do I have my safety? Do I not have my safety? All of these things that we honestly have been asking ourselves for a very long time. And now there is an awakening consciousness on the planet. And so we're, we're starting to say, oh, only two options is entrapment. Okay, I can just like feel the ripples through the energetic field right now of the oh, the ahas. Okay, yes. Only two options is entrapment. This is called a bi-wave frequency. When we operate in a bi-wave frequency, it's like when we're stuck in a polarity, we're stuck in a two-option situation. Usually it's like a have-have-not situation. It's a fighting, opposing, energetic frequency. It's the victim, victimizer frequency. It's a consciousness that says there are only two options. Now, we're, you know, we've experienced a lot. And so it is mm, completely normal (laughs) to go through phases of, you know, healing and awakening where we're realizing, oh my gosh, I was victimized and I've been healing this trauma 
And I'm pissed about it. Like I'm pissed about the victimization. And am I going to hold on to it? Like the identity of a victim or is that entrapping me? Okay. And then what's beyond that? What's beyond that is sovereignty. Actually, what's beyond that I would say is source connection and your sovereignty through source connection, which I'll explain more in a minute, but you can start to feel it. It's like, oh, we got to cross that bridge. We have to cross that bridge and let go. I know it's hard. It is hard. It is hard to let go of a victim story. It is hard to let go of victim consciousness because you want retribution. You want, you know, you want reconciliation. Like you want all of these things. And it's like, well, if we want to create the world that we want to create, we have to go beyond it. We have to go beyond it. Okay. So two more things about by wave. When there are only two options, it's actually a death energy. It's a death energy. It's like something is going, it's a finite energy. That's what I mean by that. And it's a destroyer energy. So what this client meant by opposition is siphoning is it's taking your life force on purpose. So that word siphoning is very important because, you know, these consciousness or like this limited consciousness has been kind of put into the collective on purpose. And so, you know, when you're, when you're stuck in the oppositional energetics, no one wins or actually the victimizer wins the, the one who's like trying to hold on to power wins. Okay. So we need to break free of that and create other options. Okay. We need to like find more than two options is a way to say that. The other thing I'll say about existing in a bi-wave frequency or existing in an entrapment around opposition or um, existing in a victim consciousness, um, again, no judgment, no shame. Spent a lot of time there myself, still dip into it. You know, we all do. So we're we're all on this path together. We're <laughs> I'm here in solidarity with you, um, figuring it out, delivering back to you what I what I'm figuring out. Um, okay. So what I was saying was the by wave, when we're in that, we rely on the nervous system as our strength. We rely on the nervous system as our strength. We do not realize how resourced we are by this universe. We do not realize how much support we have. I'll speak more to that in a moment. So we are much bigger than our bodies, but we don't know this at first. And we are trying to do so much through the body consciousness and through the nervous system's strength. So when we've been traumatized, the trauma exists in the nervous system. And then we do things like, you know, set boundaries and fight for those boundaries. And, um, yeah, I was going to say something else, but I just lost it. Um, I don't edit these podcasts because, you know, stream of consciousness and, and other various reasons, but why not just, you know, be real. So I was saying 
the nervous system. So it's like, that's our defense. And then we go about healing the nervous system, which is super important because we do want to heal the nervous system, but it's like the capacity to deal with anything in life happens through the capacity of the nervous system. So I remember, you know, when I was still a school principal and I was starting to unpack the deep trauma in my body, it was coming up and out of me in a way that I couldn't clamp down anymore. And also my nervous system couldn't really handle. And so I was having these trauma responses of like, you know, feeling really entrapped in a room for example, like, and I'd be having a meeting and I would be like, okay, I can't be in here for more than 30 minutes. Or I would like start to sweat and like have to run to the bathroom and, and like feel really entrapped. And so forever I was, <laughs> or what felt like forever, I was really, you know, trying to heal the nervous system so that I could like behave and function, you know, better in those scenarios. But all that time, I still thought it was up to me. And so this is how that separation agenda gets you again, is like when we're on this, I'm an individual, everything is all up to me. I'm separate. When we're in that consciousness, then we're like relying on the nervous system. We're over relying on the nervous system. And we're actually not going to find our liberation through that. So again, beautiful, beautiful insights from my client this morning that was like, I want to move past my nervous system reactions. That is a really, you know, beautiful, beautiful insight and kind of telltale sign. So when you're over relying on your nervous system, or it doesn't feel like your nervous system can handle what it is you're trying to do, you're probably in an opposition energy. You're probably trying to fight something and you have not yet realized how supported you are beyond the nervous system. So let's move there because that's really good news. Okay. So I want to talk about source connected sovereignty, which is different than the fighting oppositional rhetoric that's in the collective right now in response to abortion rights saying, you know, my body, my choice, that kind of thing. That's a, that's a fighter energy. And, you know, it's true. My body, my choice. And just to say my body is sovereign doesn't get at the level of consciousness that I am inviting you to right now when I am talking about source reconnection. Okay. Let's go beyond. Okay. Beyond fighter. I don't need to fight to prove to you that my body is my own because it just is. Okay. So how do I come to know that? Well, I want to notice when I'm in opposition energy, pull it back. And then I want to source. I want to go to source. This is not like me telling you to go to church and go to God. Okay. This is telling you that you are a part of a multi-dimensional energetic architecture that always has intended to connect you to source consciousness and to connect you to the planet that we live on at this time. So when you decided to incarnate, you had either this intact or the capacity for this to be intact. 
What has been happening for thousands of years in the separation matrix is that your architecture has been, um, you know, co-opted broken, forgotten, et cetera, et cetera. So when we're talking about sacred remembering, we are remembering that we are sacred. We are directly connected to source. We don't have to go to church to learn about, well, let me rephrase. We don't have to go to church to have access to God. We don't have to go to the guru to have access to the sacred or to spirit. We can choose various experiences on our sacred remembering path that light up the remembrance inside of us. But ultimately, in my opinion, what we're remembering is that we do have the source connection. We are an extension of source. Source is always wanting to run through us, um, express through us, uh, gift us, provide us, all of these things. This is a different consciousness than some like external benevolent, you know, God, or sometimes the church wants you to believe it's like a domineering, you know, be fearful of the God, right. That is going to like either provide for you or not based on whether or not you're good. I'm not talking about that whatsoever. This is not external of you. And that's the whole point because in a bywave, you have the thing that is external to you that you are saying, okay, am I that? Am I not that? Do I have that? Do I not have that? What I'm saying is you are source. You are connected to source. Now I can almost hear in all of the minds out there, this like, either there's like, Ooh, my God, that's a really bold thing to say. Or am I that important? Or people are reluctant to say that because you think it makes you sound like an asshole or you may, you think it makes you sound like, you know, you're, you're more important than other people or that you're self-centered, that kind of thing. No, I'm talking about a sovereign source connection when, when you know that, You don't have to fear when you know that, oh my God, I'm getting worked up. It's so beautiful. Um, (laughs) When you know that you are in such a beautiful expression of the person that you came to be. And this is the conversation that my client and I had this morning. It was like, you know, when we think that we're separate from, or we think that we need to fight then we have all of these lower expressions of being a human that that come out, right? Like we take things, we want things, we don't feel secure, we um, act like assholes, right? It's like, okay, I'm not talking about that. When you come into source alignment through your heart, it happens through your heart, by the way, there's the masculine feminine union in the heart. You're less and less and less of an asshole all the time because you're aligned with your soul and your soul's expression probably came if you're here listening to this you know your soul's expression probably came to experience the sacred and to experience its divine um what's the word i'm looking for expression in this lifetime and if you're listening to these words this far into this podcast you're probably here to experience this unified source-connected reality. When you are experiencing that, do you just, you know, go home and sit by yourself and eat potato chips and veg out and be like, fuck everybody else. Fuck all these like people who are worried about abortion. No, you serve in your heart's alignment. 
So some people will be really called to potentially you know, participate in politics or something like that and, and, you know, be, be the new paradigm of politics. And then others of us will, um, you know, start different tribes or look at, you know, what are the alternatives? Like let's, you know, or (laughs) energetic alignment, you know, that alone will change the game. Again, we're talking about um, unplugging your energy from a system of taker energetics, a system of siphoning energetics. So when you know that your energy is your own, you don't have to defend, you don't have to over rely on the nervous system and you are free to create. And many, many women don't have the energy to create, which I also know all about, because there's too much depletion energy going on. So you have to unhook from what is depleting you, okay? And then we resource. I love this. This is a whole thing in Heartland. We resource. We go back to source. In doing that, we are in sacred alignment with our resources, with our inherent resources, and then with the resources that we need in order to be provided for, in order to do our missions, okay? And we are in an expression of energetic sovereignty, and all of these things lead to the expression of of regenerative energetics. Now, regenerative energetics, it's, it's the tri wave. So like I've been saying, by wave, two options. Tri wave, we're connected to source, the source energetics, which are our soul's energetics, our soul blueprint energetics running through the sacred architecture of our own energetic field. It's a thing. So we're reconnecting the energetic architecture in our energetic grids. And then it is the source energy that is flowing through the grid in your architecture. So you see that the nervous system doesn't have to exhaust anymore. And in fact, the energy that runs through the energetic grid system of your own source architecture, the Christic architecture, that energy is actually going to help heal the nervous system, which is amazing. So now you're running all of that energy and you know who you are and you're standing more and more and more in the truth of who you are. And you start to say, what else is possible? What else is possible? And that's where the creation energetics come from. I've been asking myself about regenerative energetics for a long time. And the, the, I guess, three ways that I can summarize, you know, finding, tasting, feeling these regenerative energetics are one, resourcing, reconnecting to the source consciousness and bringing it through a restored energetic template and architecture in the body. Reach out if you want more on that or want to schedule a session for that. Also, we are always talking about that in the Sacred Remembering community, the membership. 
Okay. I'm going to be giving more and more and more resources for that. The second way is through your own energetic sovereignty. It goes hand in hand with what I just described, this source connection. But when we're talking about sovereignty, this is the energetic that we're talking about. Sovereignty is not defensiveness. Sovereignty is running your own energy through your own field. It's like your energy being your own. So my friends, I know that (laughs) I am sovereign. Okay. Like sometimes there are still human hiccups and speed bumps and, and all of that to the expression of that, right? Yep. We're all human. But here's how I think about the Roe versus Wade thing. I was living my life on Thursday of last week, felt really sovereign. Roe versus Wade got overturned on Friday, still living my life, still know who I am, still feeling really sovereign. Okay. It's a wake up call and it's actually a wake up call into further sovereignty with things like reproduction. That's kind of another lens here. Do I want to go down that? I'll just maybe say one more thing about that. So there have been, you know, times in my life where I didn't feel empowered about my own reproduction. I needed to give away a baby for adoption based on social pressures for fuck's sake. Like that didn't feel empowering. I didn't feel empowered as a woman after that. I'm a woman who has had abortions. And then I had my child who I just <laughs> could not wait to have. Okay. So to know that the old, you know, patriarchy that is falling down, falling down, falling down is making a power grab around women's reproductive rights, it makes me more empowered to be as sovereign as possible over my reproduction. That means, you know, being sexually active, I'm tracking my temperature every morning. I'm taking extra precautions when I'm ovulating, right? Like I am, I am taking care of my womb and my space. And so there's more impetus for sovereignty given, you know, the the fucking, the, the shit show and the politics, but I am not going to waste my energy fighting the politics. So again, where's our energy going? Okay. Um, three ways that we are getting back into regenerative energetics. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So we have the source connection. We have the sovereignty, which is the source connection. And then being in our desire, being in our purpose lit up by that. Um, I'm going to be talking more on this podcast about human design, desire, purpose, all of those things. I've been really living that in my life as well. And so for example, um, Last week, I had a collaboration meeting with two women who are so important to the Sacred Remembering community, and we had a conversation around developing that community, that tribe. And after we had that conversation, I had more energy in that day to enthusiastically plan out and make, you know, contacts and write things about it and just shout from the rooftops 
all that is coming that that we talked about in the sacred remembering community because I was in my passion and my purpose. So I had more energy, more life force energy, more energy available because I was lit up. So our, our fire, our passion, our light, like being lit up does not come from opposition. Maybe there's a spark. Maybe there's an impetus like, oh, that's going on. All right. I'm going to refocus here. I am going to align to my source, align to the truth of who I am, bring in as much of my soul information as I possibly can in this moment. And I'm going to be lit up from the inside, from the inside, y'all, from the inside. So if you find this information helpful or inspiring, um, I'm going to lay out a few invitations for you. One, reach out to me for private mentorship or private connection, let's call it, uh, guidance, right? Whatever word we want to use, but I will work with you privately. Um, we do 12 sessions over four months. We go deep and we can do amazing things with the progress of your energetic architecture and your soul alignment. You're doing it. I'm, you know, guiding, helping, and um, yeah. And my my light team is here with me. Uh, so it's not me doing it. It's like this, this consciousness is doing it. Um, two, the sacred remembering community is open. Um, we, <laughs> it's so beautiful. I just raved about where it's going, but to name a few things that we've been talking about, um, we're going to one community call per month where we get to know everybody that's in the group. We are doing sovereignty meditations and energy activations. Um, so exactly what I've been talking about in this episode, we're going to be doing one call per month of that, where I'll be leading that. And then we're doing a third call monthly specifically for religious recovery no matter how long ago your influence was, you know, from you know, a culture that said you have to access God or the sacred through a church, through a man, et cetera. You don't have your own power, you know, those kinds of mis-messages because um, that was never the uh, intention of um, what was supposed to be on the planet, but that was a big hijack. That was a big old hijack that has impacted many, many, many of us. And so the sacred remembering space and community is there for you to come back into your alignment with your truth, which is not just some cute thing that I'm, you know, talking about here in sacred remembering. This is a matter of you connecting to your soul and your soul's blueprint and your soul's expression. So um, everyone, every, these, this is for women at this time. And I invite you there. Um, the third thing that I will uh, invite you to, although it is timely, the first two are ongoing, but the third, um, I am teaching feminine masculine money starting July 14th um, for five weeks. It's only open for eight people. So, um, you know, get in touch with me if you have questions or act quickly on that. Uh, it's the first time I'm teaching it. So I'm keeping it small. And we are talking about this reunification energy and the sovereignty energy in our relationship to money. Um, 
And I've not heard anybody else talk about this. It's been coming through me for a while. I've been resistant to talk about it for a while because, um, you know, there's this, like, I have felt, um, a pressure to like, you know, have it all together with money before I started talking about money. And I don't think that that's the case. I think that we are, um, you know, birthing new paradigms and we're talking about sovereignty and money. So let's apply feminine masculine reunification and source reunification and, and conscious union to money. And so I, I have that transmission. I know that it's going to be really <laughs> powerful and it's fun because because I've been studying human design and all over my human design, it is talking about how um, I am here to help support the tribe in new ways of looking at resources, um, which I have been doing and developing for the last few years. So I can tell my soul is um, continuing on the path that it is meant to be on. But I know from personal experience that that is, um, you know, quite a thing to to walk a soul's path and not, not exactly know what's going to happen and um, to be willing to help birth new paradigms as old ones are falling. And sometimes I want to, you know, run away from that and not do it, but um, spirit, soul, all of that is really pushing me forward. And after Heartland, I personally feel so much more connected to the source grid, my own source grid. And so I'm here. I am here, y'all. That to say, all of this to say, I've been living it, I've been living it, walking it with other women and the, in the groups that I'm teaching and, um, I'm just here for it. I'm here for it. And I'm here for you so much love. It was such a pleasure to be here with you. If you like this podcast, please drop a review. Um, please share it with another woman who is new to this space. Um, the sacred remembering podcast is actually growing a lot right now. It's really exciting to see. So in the spirit of regenerative energetics and spreading the, the good and talking about new options on the planet, please share this podcast with at least one other woman if you've enjoyed it. And thank you for being here and come on back this summer. I am doing some fun interviews as they spark, which, yeah, so, you know, they'll come when they come. It's just, it's so beautiful. I'm just like in such a renewed and um, replenished energy around the podcast and like offering what feels good. So I'm here. I love you. Thanks for being here. And I'll talk to you soon. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath. And thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Remember that you are not alone on the sacred path and women are rising now together. You can visit my website, sarahpoet.com, for more tools and inspiration to support your sacred remembering path. Please be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend, and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I love to hear from you. Stay connected, and here's to your path of sacred remembering.